again everyone thanks for tuning in to another edition of aiw's the card is going to change before we get into this week's episode of course we want to give a thanks to those of us who have helped us bring the show to you for free on whichever podcast platform you choose to listen uh, thanks to pollyanna diy thanks to thrift store jobber thanks to sean jaldis at voodoo monkey tattoo thanks to uh I'm sure we're leaving all sorts of people out. <laughs> I always am. Oh, hey, thanks to Ebtai Treatment Center for the times that they did uh, give us money. Still, still owe us a little. <laughs> they're still in the. Uh, they're still in debt to us, though. I don't even hey, know that they're. We, we, they it was are. a good. It was a good run, though. Come on, you gotta admit it was a good run. It was a really good run. It was uh, a good run. Uh, I'm not manscaped. Even sure. Manscaped, do we still get promo codes? Do we ever make any money off Manscaped? <laughs> we were like two promo codes away from getting money from Manscaped. And uh, as far as I know, nobody, we couldn't get two more people to sign off using the code Absolute. So do it. If you're listening, maybe it's, yeah, go maybe, to Manscaped.com. Maybe we still got codes in the bank, you know what I mean? Right. Maybe we'll be okay. Who knows? So go to uh, Manscaped.com. And, uh, you know, if just two more of you use the code absolute then who knows maybe we will finally get money from them whoop, whoop. <laughs> and thanks of course to uh the merger of smartmark video and independentwrestling.tv watching aiw has never been easier go to smartmarkvideo.com if you want to purchase physical media as john thorne always loves to say on dvd or you can also download mp4s of any AIW show that has ever uh, really been in the existence of archives in terms of recording. And, uh, of course, go to IWTV.live or independentwrestling.tv. Sign up using the code ABSOLUTE so they know that we sent you, and you can watch AIW live streams at various points, and you can watch a rotating archive of AIW shows. And with that, we get into this week's episode uh, we are joined by AIW owner John Thorne, of course. We also have with us the Intense Icon Week, baby! You said it last week, I'm here to stay. I don't know that you need to be so close to the microphone when you talk, but, uh, you know, we're doing this not even live and in person, and uh intense icon joshua bishop the absolute and intense champion still finding a way to peak the levels which is always great uh my name is uh, i've been peaking since august Uh, (laughs) it is august last august in indiana indianapolis Uh, my name my name is steve guy your moderator of sorts and uh you know before we get too far into this 
uh, show. This hard, it's a hard sell week. Are we doing a hard sell or a recap of? Uh, it's a, I think it's going to be a little bit of both. A little bit of both, but it's this is a, we got to do a hard sell, JB. This is the week of two shows back to back, baby. Listen, you're not going to hard sell. Hard sell. I'll break it down for you real easily. All right, it's going to be me and it's going to be Philly Collins. There's going to be no Marino Tanaglia to try and cheat like PME always does. And Wes Barkley, a man of his word, will stay in the back. And it's going to be one-on-one for the intense in the absolute championship. And there's only going to be one person walking out, holding both belts. And it's going to be me and still the intense champion and and the absolute champion on Friday night. And then Saturday night, baby, we're going to, what is it, first stop, last stop? You're not even booked, bro. You're not even booked. Well, we're going and You're gonna show up. Huh? I'm gonna show up. I don't know what. You gonna be uh, having some drinks at the bar? Is that what you're gonna be doing? <laughs> yeah, me and uh, the outsiders. Like, like you just missed having... a flight? Just there? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be Wrestle Rager. There's gonna be ten thousand people there. There's gonna be that's a hell of all a the Rip up. City, all the Rip City holics. Hell of a walk up. Ten thousand people. Uh, you know, we do have we do have some tickets online still available. I think, right, John Thorne? Let's start there. Yeah, there's tickets for both shows as of right now available. General admission tickets. Uh, Friday is there's not a lot left. Um, we're pretty close to cutting that off. And uh, Saturday, it's a lar- It's a much larger space than now. That's class. Uh, so we're gonna let it ride a little bit, a little bit longer. Jo- but, Josh Bishop, uh, stop opening up your protein bars by the microphone. <laughs> Sorry, I tried to do it under the desk so you couldn't hear it. <laughs> you said you bought a super fancy microphone for remote podcasting. I know it picks up noises. Uh, so yeah, there's there's uh, tickets available for both. A uh, little little worried about the current the current forecast right now, but. Uh, you know we're at a thirty percent chance of uh, scattered scattered rain throughout the day, uh, so I don't know. Wear a poncho. We're going rain or shine, no matter what. Smart Mark Video is not going to like that, but <laughs> we don't have a reschedulable date, so we're going. Well, before we get too far into this episode, it's uh we got to lead off. It's already that time. It's it's the shout out segment. We got to shout them out and. There are plenty of people to shout out on this week's episode, and we start because we were at the gathering of the Juggalos, all three whoop, of us. Whoop. Shout out we to were Steve-O, Ghost Rider. Shout out to Steve-O. Shout out to Vanilla Ice. Uh, shout out to Ouija Mac. Ouija Mac? How, what are you, what's his name? Chris Hansen? I don't even know. Shout out to Chris Hansen, the man. I don't know if he called shout him. Shout out predators. to Vanilla Ice, dude. Shout that's, out to Vanilla Ice. That's what I said. Shout out to Vanilla Ice. You got your picture taken with him? I didn't hear that. I got I got a couple of pictures with Steve. Me and Steve were just having we we're just having a day back there. Yeah. <laughs> shout out uh, shout out shout out Shaggy Two Dope. I got to hang out and do commentary with him. Shout out, to, shout out to JJ Escobar, the guy that Eric Ryan lit his balls on fire. I hung out with him for a little bit on uh, Thursday before anybody got there. Uh, <laughs> shout out to uh, shout out to uh, Hannah. Is that her, right? She took care Go of us. We had uh, we had some issues. Hannah Horror on Insta- Hannah Horror on Instagram. Yeah, we had some issues getting the boys into the backstage like we needed to. Hannah helped us out, hooked us up there. 
Yeah, but then I think she, then I think she just hated hated me. Stopped stop, stop, stop replying and, and and reported to the office that too many wrestlers were bringing guests to to the gathering. Shout out to shout out to Kaplan who just uh, just dove right in and became. Still got my wristband. A, a juggle. Oh, look at you. Insane. Shout out! Shout out to Colt Cabana, Officer Colt. Cabana. Officer Colt Cabana, the legend. It was honest to God. It was an absolute fucking honor to see Officer Colt Cabana live and in person and get that sick pick with him. That was fucking awesome, dude. Officer Colt Cabana, that just the, awesome. the fucking man at the gathering of the Juggalos. Like, shout, shout out to Jimmy Lloyd. Jimmy Lloyd. Oh yeah, I had a good time walking around with Jimmy Lloyd earlier on. Before before we get too too far into it, I, I had a uh, I was tasked with pretty much booking the whole thing, and Jimmy Lloyd got his c- credentials before I did. Like they were like, we don't have anything for you, and Jimmy Lloyd, they just hooked him right up. He walked right in. He's like, oh hey man, see you later. <laughs> I'm so pissed. I'm so pissed. <laughs> Shout out to the La Quinta Inn. That's where I stayed, in the oh, Hampton me. Inn for John Thorne. I was, I was in the off. I was in the office uh, hotel. I was in the yeah. psychopathic hotel. They rented out the whole hotel. And uh, you know, and, and shout we, out to DJ Clay. DJ Clay, that was my guy. Oh yeah, DJ Clay was great. Hooked us up. Shout out twenty five seventy Osceola. That's where I stayed. Shout out to Billy Bill. Shout out to uh, who else? Who else was there? Oh, Jump Steady, of course. Jump Steady put the. Uh, that was my boss. That was my supervisor for the weekend. Uh, it was uh, man, crazy, shark crazy boy. experience. Oh, shout, shout out shark to Shark Boy. Boy! Shout out to Shark Boy! Uh, shark Boy <laughs> exited the battle royal and immediately grabbed me and said, "Hey, I promised my wife I'd get a picture with ICP. Can you snap this picture of me and Shaggy Two Dope so I can send it to her?" I'm like, yeah, no problem. So I had to text it to him right there on the spot. Shout out to Too Tough Tony. Oh, Too Tough Tony's a great guy. <laughs> Shout out Vampiro. Shout out to Vampiro. Oh, did I see some carny tactics go down? <laughs> like a carny. Oh, shout, oh, shout, uh, shout out to the, uh, the added participant in the Battle Royal. Oh, the naked lady? The naked lady. <laughs> Let's just keep throwing live rounds on Kaplan. Holy fuck. And, uh, and fast forward, this is a, a preemptive shout out. Shout out to, I gotta say, shout out to Parker Pierce for being uh, the man and making sure that Wrestle Rager even happened this year, getting us into the first stop. So, I yeah. Let, I'll, I guess, I don't know. We should probably just talk about this whole. We should talk about thing. the Juggalo thing. We need to just get it out of our system. You know that Josh Bishop's been wanting to talk about it. Oh, a dream come true. If there was, if there was, come true. If there was ever going to be a moment that Josh Bishop could get on the podcast to talk about something, this was going to be it. The gathering. Uh, <laughs> so, I guess I should just start at square one, right? I mean, let's just well, tell the whole I mean, story. We, we've covered about how we've uh, got how we got involved, I guess, right? So maybe well, it was just. I mean, it was just really. I, I don't know how much how in depth i got because i didn't even know what i was allowed to say i still don't even know what i'm allowed to say but uh i'm just gonna say it so i i get a text from colt cabana it was like can you talk and i was like that's weird you know he never like texts me for a phone call yeah and uh he called me and he was just like hey you know i I was approached about uh running jcw at the gathering and i don't know you know i can't 
do that, you know, all by myself. He's like, do you want to help me? And, you know, uh, they said that they'll pay, they'll pay you and all this other stuff. And I was like, oh, this is such a weird phone call. You know what I mean? And I was like, yeah, I want to do it. And then I didn't realize that I had purchased this fucking trip to go to the Camp Crystal Lake for, that's like hundreds of dollars. And it's like, I was like, fuck. This is going to, I was like, what are the days? And then it was like Thursday and Friday. So I would still be, Josh, you're Josh making Bishop. so much noise. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Listen, JB. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm he's sorry. Di- he's turning fans on. He's digging through bags. He's digging through his Chipotle bag over here. Don't you got a mute button on your mic, on your mic, dude? I don't know how to use it yet. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is the first time I've used it. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, I, uh. There, he muted it. He figured it out. <laughs> there he goes. Uh, so I'm like, fuck, I really want to do this, but I can't cancel this trip and reschedule it because it's, like, very clear. Like, it's non-refundable. Uh, so I was just like, oh, man. Like, I ha- I think I have to do this. Like, I have to work for Psychopathic Records, right? Like, you can't say no to that yeah. story. Uh, so I was like, yeah, okay, I'm in. And, like, it was such a crazy thing because it would be like okay here's this list from violent j and it'd be like the most random names ever like on this list and then like a week later it would be like here is another list from violent from violent j and it'd be completely different names and you know you're trying to like sort through this but then also like you know they gave a budget and they wanted to hit a budget so it was just like I don't know. It became like a lot more work than I thought it was going to be, to be perfectly honest. And then it was just like, all right, well, I'm going to try to get as many AW people on as possible. You know what I mean? And then like talking to Colt and uh, he's like, you know, they wanted this one show to be like bizarre, crazy, weird gimmicks. And like everybody that was on the list were like people that were booked already in Vegas because there were so many shows around on around SummerSlam weekend. Like not not only the GCW shows, but there were just a ton of like local Vegas shows and like just different things happening all throughout Vegas. So like all these people were not available. And then like I don't know, like Cabana was like, oh, let's just make uh, Josh Bishop and Wes Barkley be fishermen, and they can wrestle Shark Boy. And like, <laughs> you're damn right uh, we can, and you're damn right we can. He's like, uh, Kaplan, Kaplan can be the bearded lady, you know? And I was like, well, I got a circus strong man, you know? And then we just started like putting this weird show together. But, uh, I mean, I probably talked, I had to like have phone, legit phone conversations about the statuses of these shows at least three times a week. Like it was insanity, like how busy jump steady is that's violent jay's brother he like puts together the whole festival so he like is on top of fucking everything and he would always like he'd call and be like okay you know how about this or you know i'd say like well this person wants this much money like you know what i mean i don't i don't know if you guys want to pay that like some people they wanted to book that don't even wrestle and i was just like what are they going to do? You know what I mean? Like, what are they going to do at this at this show at 2 o'clock in the morning? Like, you, you don't charge... They don't charge for autographs inside the gathering. So, it's like, what do you what do? You do? Uh, so, finally, like, we kind of uh, started putting cards together. 
and you know finding different people and violent J approved you know approved the cards that we came up with but uh man it was just and and also they were you know casting characters i'll say for other things happening throughout the gathering <laughs> so i was able to get other people employed you know throughout the gathering not just wrestling bookings uh so i was like kind of really in the fold which was so weird to me uh and i talked to like i I didn't really talk to icp hardly at all like yeah you know it was all jump steady and then um you know like kind of like going through that i guess filter and uh (laughs) man it was but it was crazy and like it was like the full deal you know what i mean like i had like a you know, like all access, I could go anywhere. Like they paid me, I had to pay everybody at the show. Like I was had to run all the money and shit. We had assigned receipts. Yeah, yeah. I mean, paid. it was legit. It was legit. Like it, it, like it sounds crazy, but it was so it was so legit. Like everybody had, yeah. Like you said, like everyone had to sign that they were paid, and I had to turn it in. You know what I mean? Like it was uh, very. It was chaotic and like unorganized, but also very organized at the same time. If that makes sense, like, because you know, I'm used to just running an AIW show to where it's just like so low pressure, and this was like such a different animal because you're working around performances. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Uh, but man, when I got there, I I literally was ready to leave like as soon as i got there i was so pissed <laughs> because i so they i get a frantic call on wednesday because they own all their own equipment and i get a frantic call that like their people didn't pack like the ring padding the ring canvas the uh and something else uh and I was like, uh, I, I mean, I can bring mine, but I have to rent a U-Haul van. They're like, yeah, 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 whatever. That's cool. So I do that, and uh, I meet up with Arthur MacArthur early Thursday morning, get the van all packed and everything, and I head down there because I'm like, I hate being late to anything. So like, I'm like, I'm just going to get down there and fucking get the lay of the land. You know what I mean? Right. And... Uh, it was only about a two hour drive and I got down there and just like, I, I go to pull back there. Like I'm given all these special instructions and like, I have to go to a production area. Like that's where I can park and no one else can park there. And like this girl was just like, no, nah, you're not on the list. And I was like, what? Like I was, she didn't even ask. She was just like, no, nah, I don't think you're on the list. Like you have to, you have to leave and then come back and like, eight hours when the wrestling starts if you're here for wrestling <laughs> and i was like well, uh i brought the shit for the ring she's like yeah but they don't want that back there now so you gotta come back in like eight hours and i was just like i have to pick up my credentials and uh she's like well the credentials are at the production office and the production office is inside and you don't have any way to get inside and i was like well then how do i get my fucking credentials like uh she's like go to the go to the box office maybe they have something for you there so like i pull around and like i pull into the regular parking lot and i'm in the regular parking lot for 30 seconds and a juggalo just backs full blast into the fucking u-haul van i'm driving like like just like no concern for anything just like backs right into it and i get out and it's like this girl and she's like we're good right and i was like what like i 
can I look? And she's like, we're good. And she just, like, took off. And so, like, the U-Haul's all fucked up. Uh, they won't let me in. I go to the box office, and they're like, oh, no, we don't have anything for you. You have to go back to the production uh, lot, and that's where you get your stuff. And I was like, well, they just sent me here. It was such a fucking clusterfuck, and that's where I see Jimmy Lloyd. Jimmy Lloyd just walks right in by me, so I was pissed about that. And then... Uh, <laughs> That's right, I'm at that J.J. Escobar guy, and he was showing me all the scars where Eric Ryan lit his balls on fire. And, uh, you know, he also had credentials that he couldn't get to. So then it took, like, two hours to get into this fucking gathering. Uh, but then, you know, once I was in, it was, uh, man, it was an adventure, to say the least. It's uh, It was definitely something. I got down there... I got down there at like 8 or something, and then, oh, I got down there at like 7.30, 8 o'clock. I should have been able to watch Kid and Play, uh, and then I ran into similar issues as you. It's like, I went to go park, and then they were like, no, you can't park here. You got to go over here or whatever. All right, cool. So then I go, well, I, I just want to point out that, like, uh, you know, I know people think, like, ICP is, like, on the downturn or something, or, like, Maybe they're like psychopathic records just going down the tubes. There was like no exaggeration, ten thousand yeah. fucking people there. Like there it were. was insane. Like you couldn't park. Like I'm telling everybody on Thursday, like and I got there super early, and I'm telling everybody, like, hey, you guys should leave now because there was no parking at six o'clock. And like everyone wasn't planning on getting there till like ten or eleven for the wrestling show because it was at one. And I was like, there's literally nowhere to park like people were just like leaving their cars on the sides of the main road like there was nowhere to go people were like people were pitching tents like on the side of the fucking road like not even inside the fucking complex like it was insanity yeah it was it was wild i i ended up parking there was like a bar not very far away the only bar in the area and I parked in their parking lot. I was like, screw this, dude. I'm going to park here. I'm going to walk over, find whatever this front office thing is or box office or whatever. So I did. And guys, and the, the hilarious thing is everything was supposed to be so official and we were supposed to give our government names. My government name is Steven as opposed to Steve. So I give the guy my ID and he's looking over the list and he's like, uh, hey, man, you're not on this list. I'm like, are you fucking serious? I've got to be, dude, there's no way I'm not on this list. I'm going back and forth. He's like, I don't see you anywhere. I'm like, he's like, could you be under a different name? I'm like, that is my only name. That is my name. And I'm, I'm ready to call you. And then he finally looks and goes, oh, here you are. It's under Steve guy, not Steven. And I'm just like. That, that is the kind of shit. Like, <laughs> listen, it was a great time. But, like, that is the kind of shit that went on all weekend that was just, like, frustrating the shit out of me. Yes. And, like, and I had a really good time. But, like, I, I was just, like, so, like, there was, like, such a disconnect between, like, the office to the workers that were, like, in charge of things. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, oh, Steve guy sure. to Steven guy. Like, the guy couldn't put it together. Like, come on. <laughs> Yeah, and then he's like, oh, now go go inside and go to this, this place here, this tent or whatever, and uh, get all your get your packet and get all your stuff. All right, go there. And, and the guy rolls his eyes at me. He's like, there's no packet. I don't know why he's telling people that there's a packet. There's nothing for anyone. And I was like, look, dude, I'm just trying to park my car. 
can I use just, is this wristband enough? He's like, yeah, that wristband indicates that you're working at part of whatever's happening on the stage during event stuff and backstage. Go to this parking lot, show the lady your wristband, you'll be fine. And I did, and like that was cool. But that whole thing was like an hour, hour and a half, because I had to go actually into the gathering, then walk back out to the gathering and go to my car. And like where people parked was just a massive amount of land. Like if you're listening to this in Cleveland, it would be like, I don't know, John, it's probably, is it safe to say it'd be like, Four or five, yeah. Okay, blossoms a great example. Four blossoms. I was gonna say like a a ton of muni lots in downtown Cleveland, but yeah, that's a great, that's a great comparison with Josh. A bunch of blossoms, yeah. So like, when I went through the whole ordeal and then they hit the U-Haul, I was pissed. I left the van where I just left it where it got hit and like then they were like you can finally told me to go back to the production thing so I just walked and it was such a far walk because I had to walk down that other road and like you had to walk around the completely other side of the complex so then you know once I was in I was just like okay I have like I didn't get in till like 8 o'clock after 8 o'clock like kid and play were on the stage when I got in and I was like, okay, well, I should walk this place and try to get a lay of the land before people get here because I know everyone's going to get lost trying to find out where to go. Dude, I got lost trying to just, like, figure out, you know what I mean, like, where everything is. Like, I was like, okay, here's the stage. How could I get back to my car? It took me an hour to figure out what was what. And I had a map, dude. Like, it was, like, so massive, so hard to navigate, like, people were everywhere uh yeah it was just it, it was insanity i like i look i'm all vaxxed up i'll tell you that but <laughs> there was still a little bit of concern to me because there were so many people but i like i just stayed on the pathways to try to avoid because i'm like holy shit and it's not even like just a covid thing there were so many people who were just on top of each other Steve and i'm like Fago i don't killed- Fago kills uh, COVID, actually. Does it? But yeah. what about everything else? I didn't know what I was going to catch is what I'm getting at. Like, it was just, oh, my God, there was so much everywhere. And then we don't even get to do our – so we're supposed to start at 1 a.m., set up at midnight. But then there's the whole debacle of the ring itself. It's off to the side of the stage, and nobody uh, has figured out – how oh, they're okay, going so to get it to the middle of the let's, let's get into that, okay? So, <laughs> so this is kind of like, so I have like the all-access pass. So then like I am to, every time a wrestler arrives at the backstage area, I have to I have to personally escort them. Like, because they wouldn't get, like they didn't, it, the gathering was thrown together so quickly. Like they didn't have credentials made for all of the performers so the wrestlers just got none and it was just like okay i get one and then i have to go personally escort every single person to the back which was like kind of a hassle and i hated it but also uh icp is supposed to play at 11 and they don't start until like 11 45 so like 
by the time they get off the stage, like our show was supposed to start, and like there was just no way. Like there was Fago everywhere. The ring had been set up, but it was set up on the side of the stage, and it was supposed to be on something that was movable. It wasn't. We literally we had to push it, which was a whole thing trial of trial and error. Yeah. So then, but I, I will say though, like seeing ICP play live, you know, I, I I know like people like you and Josh probably have never seen that spectacle before. It yeah looked pretty wild in that atmosphere. It did. Yeah. All right. Forget the moving of the ring because let's talk about fun stuff too. Like. It was just nuts, whether you're a fan of ICP or not. And, like, I, I was in 7th, uh, 8th grade, ninth grade, uh, maybe 10th, when they were really huge, right? And so, uh, you know, I listened to them. My brothers and I, we had albums and stuff. And when I played football, I was on in the football locker room. So, you know, I'm familiar and was I was no juggalo, but a fan. And, uh, man, this was, it was still really oh, was, cool, and it is just it is such a spectacle. So, I, like, there's Fago and stuff shooting everywhere. People are going nuts. Uh, choreographed, like, dancers in costumes. Like, it was just insanity. It was awesome. Awesome. It, and then at the end, and then when they're done, they're just like, all right, everybody, jump the guardrails, come on up on stage. And you're like, what <laughs> I got in? I got in on that a little bit. Bishop, you... watch, Bishop, watch me just smoke a guy. Oh a of my god, that was awesome! <laughs> crushed him, just crushed him a two liter right to the fucking dome. <laughs> not even, not even. I, I didn't even, uh, didn't even screw off that cap a little bit. It was full, it was full capacity. <laughs> Unreal. <laughs> it was just oh, also. Can we talk about that there were legit fireworks? People just shooting off fireworks in the crowd. Like, so ICP is performing. And like you said, Thorne, there's probably legit, no joke, 10,000 people. And then in front of the stage area, and we're like backstage, and where our tent is, is Can off to off the side. Can we shoot off fireworks from Wrestle No. No. We're like off to the side of the stage, and we're able oh, to wink, see this wink. crowd. <laughs> no, it's a flat, it's a, it's a hard no, Josh. Right. And... And we're just like watching and we're just seeing not like firecrackers, people. Like we're talking legit fireworks that fucking you go to the fourth of July, the shit's going off. And they're just shooting them from the middle of the crowd into the air. And like So let's like so we start after all these logistical nightmares, we get the show started and opening it up are the fishermen against surf and turf. Shark Boy and Burger Boy, aka also known as Chuck Stone. Yeah, with with Colt Cabana and Rude Boy on commentary. Shout out to Rude Boy. Oh yeah, W Legend Rude Boy. He he he, uh, he he talked to me about that and was like, "Oh yeah, I wrestled." He's like, "I wrestled the Thrillbilly." <laughs> he knew with the exact story. <laughs> it was, uh, I believe that uh, there were Josh. Did you have rocks thrown at you? Uh, yeah, it was awesome, actually. Um, I was It was everything I could hope for. Rocks were thrown at us. Um, except for the fact that I, our gear snapped immediately. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, why, don't you set the, why, don't you set, why don't you set the scene, though? What were you wearing? 
Oh, we were wearing uh, <laughs> the Amazon Prime fisherman costumes that. Uh, <laughs> that they weren't costumes. Th- they were costumes. Were, those those they were, like, were made for real fishermen. Yeah, that Thorn got us because the Rip City shooters are big procrastinators when it comes to uh, getting things on time. So yeah, I say hey, I say hey, <laughs> did you guys get these get these fishermen outfits? Wes is like, oh, I'm gonna do Amazon Prime, but I don't have Amazon Prime. <laughs> Here's the link. He sends me that at the North Canton Street Festival, which was one week before the gathering. Not even one week before the gathering. And then I look, and it. It wasn't even anything that was like offered under Amazon Prime. It was just something that was sold on Amazon.com. He was unaware that there's a difference. He just thought everything on Amazon shipped to you within two days, no matter what. And it was like whatever he sent me, it was like 13 day shipping. Like it was like a fisherman's costume from like Switzerland or something. <laughs> I was so mad. I had to go fucking find. I had to go. I had to go. I had to get a I had to get an additional budget from <laughs> Jump Steady for fisherman costumes, and then I I was able to uh, buy them fisherman costumes and rubber fish to throw at the juggalos. And I threw those as hard as I fucking could at all those juggalos because I thought it's two in the morning they're probably fucked up. I was just crushing them in the face. It was great. They, they were uh, they were pretty fucked up. That was uh, awesome. They they were consistently. Uh, asking Jake Clemens and I to pull out our junk, which we did not oblige. Oh, there's uh, this whole new juggalo thing where oh, they want to see people. Yeah, they want to see people's walking, buttholes. When I was walking around with Jimmy Lloyd, we saw lots of you know, a lot of butthole asking. Well, yeah, that's like what? the new juggalo thing. Like, yeah. also they do this like you know that thing where like people would like uh, do like make the circle in their hand and like if you look at it, it's like oh, oh yeah, I they, gotcha. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, the juggalos do this thing where like they do that and then they're like oh you got to show me your butthole now and then they try to pass you like they try to like too sweet you. Like you give them and also a butthole with your fingers and like, it's yeah, it's like it's like a too sweet like butthole thing and then they're like, come on man, you gotta pass the butthole on to the next person and like some guy was doing this to me and like I was like, get the fuck away from me, <laughs> like get away from me, like I was this was like I'm stressed out I'm I'm in the like the like regular spectator area I'm trying to find somebody that's like lost like some worker is like. I don't know where to go. And this guy and this girl kept doing like, uh, hey, pass the butthole. Like, here. And I was like, get the fuck away from me. Like, I was I was so irritated with uh, this particular butthole juggalo passer guy. Well, oh, and uh, <laughs> fucking the, uh, what about that guy that was walking around that just people kept stapling money to him? Oh yeah, he had dollar pills all over him. Yeah, he was just naked that was, walking around. I think that was that was Friday. I think that was yeah, that, that was, was Friday. Days. I saw him both days. I saw him on Saturday too. Because I think he like reset his money, like he pulled it all off, and then he was fucking back at his hustle. I will say this, but man. that was disgusting. I will say this: uh, the Juggalos are quite the bunch of entrepreneurs because every single person ha- is selling something at their personal campsite uh, throughout throughout the entire festival. Whether it's uh, you know a beer like or uh, heroin, <laughs> they, got, <laughs> they got everything. You know, Ox- like some oxies were out there. Yeah, you, you just got to read the sign on the tent. You know, like you could get you could get everything from an aspirin to uh, you know. Uh, some real hard stuff. Yeah, it was uh, it was <laughs> it was something else, and then yet there were still like carnival food setups. Like, oh, get your 
get your uh, elephant what, ears here or whatever. You know? What do they have? I had like uh, garlic parmesan pierogies uh, off of one of those stands. How was that? It's okay. It's pretty good. You know. So uh, it's fucking stromboli. Not good. Oh, not good. Not good. Kind of pissed. I, Still I had the actually. I had uh, slushy and uh, I paid for it later. I'll say that. Uh, JB, what was it like wrestling TNA legend Shark Boy, though, um, dude? Awesome. <laughs> what like, kind of question is that? Wonderful. Come on, man. This is this is like got to be somewhere on on your oh. list of dreams, right? It was wonderful. I wish Curry Man was his tag partner. No disrespect to Chuck Stone, but. <laughs> It was great, though. With Officer Cole Cabana on commentary at the Gathering of the Juggalos on the main stage was fucking awesome. That was sick as fuck. There, there are things in uh, in our lives, thanks to AIW and pro wrestling, that you know I look back on. And, I mean, like for me, even through comedy and stuff, but there are just moments where I'm like, how, how the hell did I get here? And the gathering of the juggalos is certainly high on that list, but what an experience! Uh, I mean, the next night we we've got like the barbarian is there. Uh, Shane Douglas. Shane oh. Douglas. Oh, the franchise is great. I've been running the franchise a lot lately. Actually, pretty good. Cool. It's all. It's actually awesome every time I see him. Swir- Shark Boy comes back. Uh, also like oh my god no hold on hold on. Steve Steve yeah you're skipping you're skipping ahead too much no, no, uh wait, what about what about when you just, uh all over the place at the end of the night on Saturday <laughs> <laughs> uh so Steve Steve like when you arrived you cuz you were the first like other person to arrive besides yeah. me like you were there first we were just like on the stage as Vanilla Ice was getting ready to go out and like it was so weird I think I've recorded it with something but it was you know like we're just standing there while they're playing like his intro you know and he's just like hyping himself up so like we're just chilling next to him can't like talking about it can't do it justice about how weird it is to just actually be watching that about to go down like like Vanilla Ice is getting ready to go rocket in front of like 10,000 people and he's just like warming up and getting in the zone and so then, bizarre and then somebody dressed as a ninja turtle walks by as well yeah yeah <laughs> and, and then, yeah, it, and then we steve were, like steve we also got bleeding steve, he, he was just covered in blood at one point because he was doing like weird stunts on stage uh yeah, yeah i i didn't think about all that like that was you know vanilla ice is walking to the stage and you're like, hey, uh, can I? Do you think if I get a picture with him, will you take it for me real quick? I'm like, yeah, dude, let's do this. And we snagged one real quick, and then we just like we were just back there, and it was like, cool. We just were able to walk on the stage, like you said. We're just we're just standing backstage with Stevo, Vanilla Ice, Vanilla Ice is getting pumped up. At one point, up. like Stevo was looking for a light bulb to like, I don't know if he was going to eat a light bulb or something. No, he and, uh, like. He does this thing where he bites a light bulb and then he takes a piece of it and he carves his tongue open and then he takes the blood and he wipes it all over his face. I watch that, all his vlogs and shit. That's why he was. That's why he's that's bloody. Why he blood all over himself. Yeah. Okay. So there was like one point where Steve O and I were just like on a hunt for a light bulb, and I was like, "Do you need tubes?" Because they bought a bunch of tubes. He's like, "No, I don't want a tube." He's like, "I need a bulb." And like we were like going through things. Steve, just Steve O and I on a hunt for a light bulb, uh, but I was striking out. I think he went into one of those trailers and got one. But uh, 
Yeah, just so weird. Uh, also, a night when Jock Sampson made for JCW. Oh, oh God, yes. Jock he just Samson. kept going. He, he just kept going. John, never thought I'd be here. I'll tell you that. And uh, he was just so excited. Uh, he got some good Vanilla Ice time in. Vanilla Ice, such a fan of Madman Pondo. Great thing. Great to see. Um, what else happened? On, oh, like... Night, night one is over and we're figuring out like we're moving shit and then like I just come off the stage and just the Rip City Shooters and Violent J just chopping it up talking like well, just, uh, because he remembered from the uh, Felony Funhouse when we did it oh did he re- did he remember you yeah which was pretty fucking awesome I'll be honest that was fucking awesome was, was like, it hey, Jay were you talking to Jay or were you talking to Shaggy I Violent J he was like, he was oh, like okay. we met before where at he's like, he's like how do I know you uh, only Funhouse, brother. Don't you remember? I got ten stars and two whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. So what did that? What was that like for you? Fucking awesome. Because <laughs> it was like four thirty in the morning. And Violent yeah, J just, knows exactly who you are. Yeah, he doesn't even know who the fuck I am, and I was working for him. He didn't say one word to me all weekend. <laughs> also, well, back- we were scared to. Okay, this is where like we were scared to approach him or whatever, kind of, and then. Uh, Officer Cole Cabana was like, hey, you guys want to get like a pick with ICP or whatever to me and Wes? And he, or I was like, I don't think we we're allowed, man. He was like, no, nope, come with me. Then he took yeah. us right to them in their little pre- in their little tent area, and it was fucking awesome. Officer Cole Cabana, the man. He's like the king of the juggalos. Like, oh. And he also doesn't give a fuck. Like, No, oh, yeah, awesome. <laughs> Cole Cabana, fucking awesome. He the just best. doesn't give a fuck. Like, he's just like, no. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> Uh, come with me. You're gonna get a picture with Violent J. <laughs> like he just doesn't care. Like you know, and I have like all these rules. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm like dealing directly with Jump Steady, and like Colt Cabana also has those rules, and he's just like, nah, I don't give a shit. <laughs> like I'm doing whatever the fuck I want, and uh, it was it was great. I mean, uh, yeah, like there was I I put. They didn't even record it, so I had just I just grabbed some dude and I was like record the show the show. Fan I was like, record this on my on my iPad. I put up uh, the first night on the AW Patreon, uh, Bizarre Wrestling. It's uh, it's about an hour long. I thought it was a really good show, though. Honestly, you know, all things considered. Dude, Jock Sampson versus Super Oprah. I mean, oh, that was a five star in the Juggalo. Come world. on. That was yeah, that was amazing. Man Scout versus Smoke Weed the Bear. At one point, Man Scout goes into his tent. Yeah, that was oh, like and also the clash of two on night two opening match. Clash of two fucking legends of JCW and the Weed Man and Officer Colcabana. That was awesome to see. It was yeah, Weed Man is a Weed Man is a legend. Uh, Saturday got a little walking around time, or not Saturday Friday. We got a little walking around time. Uh, Hit the Chris Hansen tent for a little bit. Hit the wet t-shirt tent for a little bit. Uh, walked, like, the whole grounds. Some guy was convinced I was a cop. Uh, <laughs> was very upset with me. Uh, another guy was just kept throwing water balloons at Colt Cabana. Uh, very upset with Colt <laughs> for whatever reason. <laughs> He's probably a fan of JCW and just, you know what I mean? Like, when you're Officer Colt Cabana, I imagine you're never off-duty. Like, JCW does not end. Just because there's no wrestling happening, I don't think the Juggalos care. Like, he's still Officer Colt Cabana, you know what I mean? So they're going to throw shit at him if they want. Right. Uh, yeah. Like, but that was, com- like, that was like, that was like, get the lay of the land and then, 
you know, I went back and I chilled at the hotel for a while because it was like fucking a hundred degrees out. Oh, it was it was so hot. It was a good prep for uh, uh, fucking Wrestle Rager coming up this weekend. I forgot it's Congo Kong Congo Kong versus Barbarian was the match on night two. Yeah, that we saw Congo Kong did double duty. Did a match against Truck Nuts on the first night. Truck Nuts, yeah, Truck Nuts. Madman Pondo student, Truck Nuts, was on night one. I said, uh, dude, do you want me to say anything? Like, do you have, uh, do you have anything to go with it? He's like, no, nah, man, just Truck Nuts. <laughs> All right. It, it was great. To, it was great to see. I, and honestly, I gotta, get, I gotta shout out Madman Pondo because he knows the stress that is put on whoever is running JCW, and there's been. <sighs> about a hundred people that have had this job. So like he like kept me grounded when there was like, just like the most insane stressful things happening to me. Like when they wanted to know where the sound equipment was like, Oh yeah. Tell that story. So we're like getting ready to go. And like, you know, they had booked the DJ and booked all this stuff. And, uh, I get the DJ that they booked. His name is DJ Lido. And I say, DJ Lido, we're, we're getting ready to start the show, man. Let's go. So he goes up there, and they were like, where's your rig? And he's like, what are you talking about? And they were like, your DJ equipment. And he's like, you guys usually have something for me. I just I just brought a flash drive. And then uh, they look at me, and they're like, where's the sound system? And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, that's not on me. That's not on me. They're like, yeah, this is your show. And I was like, oh, uh, what? Like, you wanted me to bring Jeff Traxler to the music festival? Like, what, like, what did you <laughs> So then I have to go and, like, I have to talk to Jump Steady. And, like, they have to, like, because, you know, they everyone has uses their own stuff. So, like, when they're done, they tear all their shit down. So, like, that was, like, a whole thing. They had to find somebody that would bring their sound you know their dj equipment over uh to the stage so that was another delay for the for the first night show but uh so like a lot of things like that that were like super stressful because i'm trying to do like a really good job and like madman panda would always just like be there to crack a joke or like just be like oh you know this is just this is how it goes man you got to just roll with it uh because he's seen you know he's seen a million people in that job. And I will say, you know, Saturday night or Friday night, Saturday morning, Shaggy two dub did give me a, a nice compliment. He said that he's seen a million people do this job and they all crumble. And he said there was no sign that I was crumbling and I, I kept the show rolling. So, uh, I thought, you know, I thought that was a pretty good compliment. I was, I was that made all the stress honestly worth it. Cause he was like genuinely like, Hey, like you're fucking doing a really good job trying to get like, trying to get this circus literally like to run yeah dude he was awesome to really just work with and deal with and just be around shaggy two dope was i don't know he's so laid back and just he was just cool dude he was just and, he was just having a blast with it and like now you know in retrospect we know what happened but you know violent J does not show up to the jcw show on friday night yeah. early saturday morning uh, which, you know, everyone's like, okay, we can get rolling. You know what I mean? Because he would have been the guy that wanted to – he would have wanted to go over the changes because some people canceled and couldn't make it and different things. So everyone's like, okay, let's get it rolling. So I got it rolling right on time. And then, you know, we I find out later the next day that, like, he announces that, like, he has heart failure 
and like he has all these health problems going on and he ended up having to miss their because they had a performance at 3 30 a.m after jcw and he missed that as well uh so you know shout out to violent J. hope things uh you know are going okay for him hope get well soon or you know uh i don't know if you guys were able to watch his little announcement but it was pretty pretty crazy you know he announced all the health problems he's he's going through you can find it on youtube it's nuts uh all all in all it was a a wild wild time uh Let's get to the heart of the matter. John Thorne, do you think that you will ever do this again if they ask you to? I hope so. <laughs> dude, I think they're I think they're trying to, you know, I think they're trying to get me a gold hatchet man. <laughs> like I got a I got a I got a lot of I got a lot of compliments at when it was all said and done. You know, and I was told that I, they want to bring me more into the to the fold, the, the psychopathic fold. So I don't know what that means. But uh uh Detroit you know, I they they were very happy with uh, how efficient I was able to run things. You know, and you know, honestly, shout out to you know the AIW crew because if I didn't have you guys there, there's so much so much would have went wrong. Yeah. Uh, you know, because like when something needed to be done, it was the AIW crew that was stepping up and doing it. Whether it was like moving the ring or like adjusting things or like f- going on the fly, uh, I don't know that the other people there would have been, you know, able to, you know, help me out and, and bail me out like that. But, uh, you know, it was nice to, to get all you guys a little payday. And, that was uh, awesome. thank you. Also, you know, have the help there too. So it was like a mutually beneficial thing, but it does sound, you know, they, they were happy with how affordable I made the show for them compared to previous years and, you know, how, you know, I guess like the JCW shows just infamously would go for like four or five hours, like in the middle of the night, and like we, like we hit night one was an hour flat. We did the show in, you yeah. know what I mean? Like we were able to cut it to an hour flat with you know since we started so late, and uh, night two I think was uh, two, like two and a, like two or two and a half. Like they wanted it to be done by three thirty, and I looked at my. I remember I looked at my clock. And I walked up the Shaggy Two Dope, and it was two fifty nine a.m. And I was like, "Hit the time, go do your go do your fucking Dog Beats concert." Or, and uh, he's like, he gave me like a fucking fist bump, and then they ended up not doing the concert, I guess. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he ran right out of there. That was uh, he had to do inner they were, city inner city yeah, posse that night. Yeah, because they, they were freaking out about that, you know. Like they were like, "That show cannot start late," and I was like, "It's not going to start late," and you know, like I, I will make sure it doesn't. No, and he yeah, was out of there. Yeah, he was out of there uh, at two fifty nine, and uh, you know, I guess it didn't end up happening anyway. But uh, yeah, it was just like such a great experience, and I know we kind of like uh, you know talked about some of like the annoying things, you know, on things that like bothered us on their end. But uh, like honestly, it was awesome. You know what I mean? Like as as you know, stressful as it was at times, like dude, like. You know, now that I'm removed from it, it's like they're running a gigantic 24-hour music festival. You know, and there's yeah. one guy calling the shots. You know, like Jump Steady is calling the shots, and it's like, you know what I mean? Like if you know he's mad that uh, you know uh, Randy West brought her husband, like he can yell at me for that. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I don't, you know, like uh, it's fine. Like I didn't like, you know, it it everybody's under high stress at the time, but like now, you know, you think about it in retrospect and it's like, dude, like 
he didn't want to fucking be bothered with that. You know what I mean? Like, he, he didn't want to be getting a call from the box office about, you know, people not on the guest list or, or whatever the fuck, you know. Oh, he, was yeah. trying to, he was trying to run a music festival. Yeah. And it was sure. massive. It was massive. Dude, they ran out. That was another problem, but it wasn't really a problem. It was they sold so many tickets, they ran out of wristbands. So then when the wrestlers came to get their wristbands, they didn't have any for them. Yeah. You know, like they they sold so many tickets. They oversold, like, whatever they predicted. Like, and then their, their reserves, and then they sold out of the fucking, you know, what they had left. It was crazy. Dude, it really, it really was nuts. And uh, it was a perfect primer for us to go into this week with WrestleRager coming up. And before we begin to WrestleRager, we've got Anaya the Odeon, A Touch of Evil, with uh, Dan Housen making his return to AIW in Terry Runnels is coming. Terry Runnels is coming. I mean, it's the show of shows. Uh, then we right got show. Dive Bar Friday night. The Dive Bar After Party, which, uh, again, we'll have wristbands for you. Uh, just so you're aware, some of the Dive Bar After Party specials, $3 seasonal drafts, and $3 PBR 16-ounce cans. So Major PBR, baby. Coming through there, again. There you go. Uh, so that's going to be a part of it. So make sure if you leave the AIW show, you get your wristband to go to the after party at uh, the dive bar right speaking, up the hill. Speaking of PBR, though, I, I, I got sh- to shout out Matt Cardona, Brian Myers, Smart Mark Sterling, Swoggle. I, I, got, I had another shipment from the PBR brewery when I got home from the gathering just sitting on my porch. And, like, I texted Cardona. I was like, I got more. And he's like, yeah, for life. So I think, like, every month I'm oh, going to get PBR delivered to my house for the rest of my life. Uh, <laughs> you could never move. I know. Like, how could I move? You know what I mean? Like, now I have to stay here forever just to get it, just to get these shipments, you know? That's pretty sweet. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I will be uh, bringing a ton of uh, PBR seltzers to the Odeon refrigerator on Friday night because I have. coffees? No, it's just, I got a bunch of seltzers, a bunch of the different seltzers. Uh, so yeah, shout shout out to that. Um, Man, I mean, even though Matt Cardona does fear the champ, uh, that's still pretty cool. I do have I do have a little bit of some breaking news for Saturday. Just <laughs> so for WrestleRager. For WrestleRager, uh, I guess allegedly there was a sh- another show happening in Cleveland that I was totally unaware of. Saw zero advertising for, uh, but I guess. <laughs> They booked Rhett Titus and bought him a flight and bought him a hotel and then canceled the show. Uh, so, so I guess Rhett Titus will be performing at WrestleMania this Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> Under the, uh, and I told him he has to do the romantic touch gimmick. So <laughs> I don't know. Uh, just literally uh, was contacted while we were recording this podcast. Uh, and I said, I have no idea what this show could have even been. You know they already what I mean? pay We're... him also? <laughs> no, they already paid him. Oh, six. You don't have to pay him at all? That's awesome. No, it's just, you know, it's a, it's a done deal ski. So, uh, yeah, a little breaking news for us, Rager. Um, I'm a little worried about the forecast. We're at about uh, 40% chance of rain. Uh, oh, 60% says, chance of clear skies. It says scattered, though. Uh, so, you know. We're gonna see what happens. Uh, the pre-sale for Russell Rager is about at a sold-out 
now that's class wrestle ranger that's what the pre-sale is at so um they are going to have signs up throughout the neighborhood and where you can park they're working uh, first stop is working with different businesses uh to utilize their parking uh i highly suggest ubering and things like that but they're gonna have you know different bars are gonna allow uh aiw patrons to park there uh different businesses around <coughs> you know there'll be some street parking just uh, just uber there you know it's going to be way easier to uber there um they're going to have uh beer tents outside of the bar uh so with with limited you know with limited selections uh then they'll have a full service bar inside first stop i think you know he's told me 16 drafts and 150 different kinds of liquor available uh and then they're gonna have a limited menu <laughs> well they counted that well, he's a bar owner, you know what I mean? He's like, I got 16 drafts, I got 150 different liquors, you know. Uh, <laughs> Let's get that tea dozen water going, baby. Yeah, I think he said he's going to have a seltzer, he's going to have a light beer, he's going to have like a seasonal beer, and he's going to have Tito's and Jack Fire available hey, outside. Some, uh, let's get some Four Locos going, too. Let's just well, get gotta going. You gotta get ask going. Him. I mean, no, just fans, bring the Four Locos. It's hey. going to be... It's going to be... Uh, on Friday or Saturday. We'll just hit them after the show or before or whatever. I mean, after actually on Friday, but Saturday I got nothing going on. Listen, so. the, the Bearded Lady is going to have quite the weekend this weekend. Uh, the Bearded Lady Kaplan has Mance Warner on Friday at the Odeon. Beat him. And Matt Justice on Saturday at WrestleMania. Beat him a hundred times. So do you think, you think uh, Big Kaplan's Daddy get, Cap can beat the, them? That's what's, get, that's I, what's I called... I beat Kaplan, too. That's what's called getting thrown in on the deep end of the pool for Kaplan this weekend. Oh, we we didn't even talk about Kaplan who just showed just showed up to the gathering Friday because he had his wristband for Thursday, dressed up like he was going out. And like he was just like he was just like called me and he's like, "Hey, I'm at the uh, I'm at the backstage all access." He's like, "You got to come let me in. I brought beer." And he just has like cases of Bud Light in his hand and uh, he just walks them right into the uh the wrestling tent and just start shotgunning beers like nonstop. And then he, he wanders out and he, he hits one of these uh, entrepreneurial tents and he comes back with some <laughs> extracurriculars. And, uh, then, uh, I look at Kaplan and I say, Hey Kaplan, you want to do the battle Royal? <laughs> and he went in, uh, and, Oh, we didn't talk about that. Really? The naked lady that, j- oh, that yeah. jumps the rail. She's like, PCP'd out, like totally naked, jumps the rail, and just starts throwing live rounds at Kaplan and breaks his nose pretty much, just punches him as hard as she can, square in the nose. Uh, Kaplan was not happy. You can, I'm sure you can find this like a bootleg of this on YouTube. I saw Alabama Dan tweeted it out. Yeah, it was not good. And then she was taken away. Uh, I was in the back talking to, uh, Vampiro and Too Tough Tony before they went out there for the main event and then I walked back out and uh, everybody's like there's a naked lady somebody's gotta grab her I'm like what? and then I see security grabbing this naked chick I'm like this I had is- no idea because at this point I had gotten the money and I was trying to pay people because I can't like we said earlier I can't just pay people I have to have them fill out a form that says that I paid them so it's like a lot of paperwork so 
I'm just trying to get that done at this point. And then someone's like, uh, there's a fan in the ring. And I was like, what? And I look, and there's just a full-on naked lady. And then security finally gets her out because people thought it was part of the show. And then that security guard said she just bit him repeatedly. Yeah. She was quite the handful. It took like three security guards to get her out of there. Did another fan get in the ring? Oh, on uh, Thursday. A fan was dressed up as Doink the Clown, and they hopped the rail when we all came out for the Battle Royal and jumped in. Also, they got on, uh, on, on, on Thursday, though, <laughs> there was a fan sitting I'd inside the control. rails. There was, a, there was a fan sitting inside the guardrails on Thursday night, and uh, we had to have security come and grab that dude because he was all messed up and had no clue what he was going to do. And as soon as security started making their way, he got over on the other side of the guardrail. So, like, he knew that he was inside there. Don't know what he had planned. But uh, he removed himself rather quickly when he saw that he was noticed. Oh, Steve, did you like how uh, I I called the spot for Shaggy Tudup to start improving with you uh, when you were unaware that Vampiro had, for, had lost his elbow pads and was driving around on a golf cart yeah but i figured something was up and then uh and then i was trying to find uh, somebody oh, with a rated to, shout out to jeff the referee yeah jeff he the was, ref jeff the ref oh we put uh shaggy two dope changed his name to jeff the ref started just calling him jeffery and uh yeah so, so like so like it's time for the main event and vampiro's like we got a problem. I can't find my elbow pads. And then he just takes off in a golf cart. And like, Tom Tony just looks at me like, uh, so like, I just run up to the stage and like, you're like, are you ready for the main event? And like, I just whispered to Shaggy Tudor. I was like, you gotta, I was like, you gotta stall Vampiro. Can't find something. And like, he's such a professional, like, that like I rewatched that back and I laughed my ass off. Cause you are so into it. You're giving your full go. And he's like, no, 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 no. I don't think so, guy. This is the JCW main event. And, like, he just keeps cutting you off. And, like, it's so funny because you don't know what's happening yet. And, like, you're just trying to do your job. And, like, he's just trying to. So I I do know. It takes a minute, though. Like, I'm saying, like, those first couple times where you're, like, not tipped off. Because I'm looking for Jake Clemens, who's who's got the radio. And I'm like, we have to get word to, to Steve that he's got a stall. But. When he's doing it, like, and you have no idea, it's so funny because you guys just start improving, and yeah. he knows, and you don't know. And then I run around and I look and I see Vampiro was still nowhere to be found on this golf cart. And then I whisper to Cabana, I was like, "You got to cut him off. Vampiro can't find his elbow pads." So then Cabana just starts saying it. After a while, he goes, "By no means are we stalling because the wrestler <laughs> oh, yeah. lost his that elbow pads." Awesome. Oh, it was like we had. Fun. It was. It's one of those things where. Like, okay, so I did it again. So the second time I did it, or when he first stops, when he has me do it for the second time, I say the first time, and then when Shaggy has me do it for the second time, I'm just like, all right, this is his thing, and he's just, whatever, fine. So then I do it again, and then we go into it. Uh, I'm trying to think if Cabana gave me some sort of, like, hand signal. Like, something tipped me off at that point. Aside from, like, just it was in my head, like, oh, okay, what's going on here that we're doing this now a third time? But somebody somebody did something. So at that point, I knew. And then it was just like, you know, whatever. Let's just keep rolling and let's let's get crazy and have fun with this. And then we bring the little kid. This little kid says it's now time for the penis smackdown. 
<laughs> which is not. There are a lot of families. There's a lot of families there. So many the families. Gathering. Well, you know, it's all about family there, John. But it's uh, there's like legit people like with babies there. It was crazy. Yeah, it, strollers getting walked around. It was crazy. Like and, there was uh, a baby at the wet t-shirt contest. Like a like a whole full family was watching the wet t-shirt contest. <laughs> a lot of bullhorns too, like people talking in the megaphones or whatever and stuff. I don't know. There were just so many of those. It was, but it was, it was, you know, like, uh, so if I had a highlight, I suppose, uh, being the ring announcer at this thing, it really was that moment because, and I'm glad it's funny when people watch it back because it was funny then and it was, it was fun. It was a blast. Uh, yeah, I can't I say know, enough good things that. about, about Shaggy too dope. Like I got like really no violent J time in this weekend, but Shaggy was just like such a cool dude. Like, totally like respected my position of trying to run the show you know like to where yeah. i was like hey man can, can we can we go and he's like yeah let's go you know what i mean like because you know it's it was awkward for me because nobody there knows who the fuck i am really you know out of their camp so it's just like i'm like hey man can you get ready to commentate you know like and it's weird to kind of like tell him what to go do you know like it was like it was a weird thing to be like hey I, you need to go right now and like he was awesome like listened like totally respected like what was going on uh and i can't say enough because you know they could have told me to fuck off i'm gonna go out there whenever and i couldn't have done it and said anything about it you know what i mean yeah uh but yeah he was like totally like down for whatever he was cool with doing the stalling you know like just uh a total pro honestly like shaggy oh, yeah. up, total pro like uh you know and I'm sure Violent J would have been the same way, you know, but we know now we know, you know, all this stuff about, you know, his right. health and everything that he was going through. Uh, but yeah, just a wild experience. That is, I went to a gathering with Colt Cabana like 11 years ago. I think it was like, like so been a long gap in between my gathering appearances. <laughs> it, it was something. Then we go from one weekend with people in makeup to uh, this coming weekend with, uh, people in makeup with Danhausen coming to the show and both taking nights on are Derek. stacked. Both nights are stacked. Uh, I'll say that both nights are, are are stacked for for different reasons. Uh, I'm going to continue to worry about the, the rain for Saturday, like the, nonstop this week. It's going to be uh, fine. We we are streaming on IWTV on Friday live, yeah. yes. live from the Odeon from the Intense Arena. If you're, you know, if you're one of the thousands of people that just listen to this podcast and don't come to shows, we need you to watch the stream on Friday. Because, uh, you know, you've heard me, uh, my disappointment from uh, last month uh, about the numbers of the stream, the live stream. If we don't, if we don't hit a good number this week, you know what I mean? It could be, well, you guys don't get the live streams anymore. You guys just get the fucking VOD releases. You know what I mean? Because... Uh, so it's a concern. Yeah. I hope, I hope we can pull a good number on Friday. Uh, the, you know, the, the draws are going to look good. I think both nights, uh, you know, so I'm not really worried about that too much (coughs) anymore. Um, we announced, we've announced like a shit ton of fucking shit coming up. You know what I mean? Uh, September 10th, uh, we're back. September, uh, we're back at the Odeon. September twenty third, we're at Winchester. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, oh, and, we are. And let's and let's, let's twenty four cl- on the twenty third, baby. Let's, let's fucking go. Let, let me clear. Let me clarify a few things. One, 
Ace Degenerates will be Joshua Bishop's official birthday party. So he he will turn twenty four at midnight. So come no, on down. No, I'm twenty four on the twenty third. Oh, okay. Well, whatever. I was trying the to whole day. Was, appreciate it though. Just trying to work people. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> appreciate we'll it. see if he's uh. We'll see if he's got the straps then. I'm, so you uh, might need hit, drinks to cheer him up. Uh, apparently, I might be hitting Vegas the twenty on the twenty fourth the next day. So. You and Duke. You and Duke? No. Um, you guys are that so, new tag team coming on North Canton. <laughs> so uh, the Brickster called me with a real left field proposal for me and Wes to uh, meet him in Vegas to discuss his potential return to life and all kinds of shit, dude. I don't know. Vegas. I don't know why he wants to do it in Vegas, but whatever. I mean, I'm not going to question him. Maybe he's expanding uh, Broadway he's Brick. Become, you know, he said he's become really good friends with a pit boss at the uh, Bellagio, and she has uh, given us a penthouse for the weekend, and he needs his boys, the Rip City Shooters, there. Wow. <laughs> this, is, this is a whole thing. That's quite breaking that's quite news. Something. My yeah, goodness, you heard it here first, folks. Breaking news. Uh, the card is going to change. Uh, the uh, Rip City Shooters full lineup. Getting back together, reconvening in Las in Vegas, Vegas, Las Vegas on, the, on the, 24th. the 24th of September. Yes. So uh, be there, be square, no squares in my circle. Let, let me uh, and let me clarify. You know, some people were confused by the post that was put up on the AW Facebook. Uh, the 10th, uh, September 10th, is going to be our last show in Cleveland proper until December. You know, that's Cleveland, the city of Cleveland. People were un- like, people weren't grasping what that meant. Uh, September 23rd, we are in Lakewood, different city. Uh, October 2nd, we are in Akron, Ohio. Ooh, my home different, base, baby. Different yeah, county. my mom's birthday also. Yeah, different. Is it really? Yeah. It's my mom's birthday. Come on out to uh, Mrs. Bishop's <laughs> birthday bash at the Tadmore Shrine. <laughs> Featuring Matt Cardona, her favorite Featuring wrestler. Matt Cardona. Uh, and then we are off until Hell on Earth, which is going to be... Which is also going to be not in Cleveland. It's going to be in a different county, uh, you know, out, just outside of Cleveland. But, you know, uh, uh, I don't know. What would you say? 20 North, minutes? Yeah. We'll be in Northeast Ohio still. It'll be, yeah, like yeah. Just 20 minutes outside of Cleveland, roughly. Uh, but, you know, we found a big facility uh, in the event that, you know, there's, I don't know. We're just planning ahead if there's any sort of capacity restrictions or anything coming down. Mm-hmm. Uh, we booked a very large facility um, for hell on earth. So, you know, be plenty of social distancing available. And, uh, you know, we're going to try to possibly get a, a decent meet and greet or something. And then we return to the Odeon in December, which will be my birthday weekend. It'll be December Woo! 18th. So we got a lot of birthday weekends lined up. There you go. Tito's and water for porn. AIW uh, making dreams and birthday wishes come true. So, you know, we're we're trying to you know we're trying to get things we're trying to give the Cleveland even though I know that a lot of you people are going to follow us to every show that we do, and we're we trying to kind it. of like we're trying to give the Cleveland market a little bit of a breather. You know what I mean? Because it's just been like rapid fire shows. Uh, yeah. So you know, I figure you know we're gonna go from September 10th, in theory all the way until December before we're back in Cleveland at the Odeon downtown. Uh, I think that's an, a good gap to kind of let people recharge 
but I think people are also going to travel to these other shows as well. So, you know, but not everybody. I don't Josh, know. It makes put, makes sense that, in my head. Nah, I get it. You know, they don't have to, they can save on parking, all sorts of good stuff. Uh, Bishop, was that your impersonation of a rapid fire? Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's good, buddy. I like that. <coughs> Thank you. Uh, <laughs> also, so we got, what What the hell have we announced? We've got Dan Housen versus Derek Dillinger with Ziggy in the corner. The battle for uh, production supremacy, I suppose. And uh, we've I can, got Manson. I can run the, I can run the whole Kaplan. card down. I can run yeah, the whole card down for you. Both Do it. both days. Suck it, Justin Summers. I didn't open your DM because <laughs> I was tired. I was tired. I was sleeping. I had a long weekend. Uh, Derek Derek Dillinger versus Danhausen. Vance Warner versus Kaplan. Tom Lawler versus Ethan Wright. Levi Everett versus Matthew Justice. The Bitcoin Boys versus the main event. Chase Oliver versus Lee Moriarty. Balking Season versus Two Infinity and Beyond. And your main event, Philly Collins challenges. The intense What do you got to say to Philly? Anything? Yeah, I'm going to beat the fucking dog shit out of him. Hard work. Are you kidding me? You want to talk about hard work in your promo? Have you seen the fucking work I've been putting at the gym lately? Look at my fucking physique, baby. Look at these pecs. Look at these delts. Look at these traps. And if you're at the North Kent Street Festival, you want to call us cheaters. Uh, how many times did PME cheat in their matches? Every time. So we play by the rules. Third City Shooters, we play by the rules. Everyone knows that. So Philly Collins is pretty much just a fucking liar. And Third City Shooters hate liars. So we're going to have to take you out. I'm going to have to take you out by myself. And All I got right. no problem with that. On to, then, on, on to the Russell Rager card. Uh, we got the we, shooters posting up at the bar inside. <laughs> I'm drinking a hundred beers. I'm drinking a hundred and fifty beers during Russell Rager. Can we talk about? Can, should we expose? Should, should, should we expose the the greatest yes. idea? Ever? <laughs> yes, yes, we should. <laughs> when we first went so, to the first stop, my, my so greatest booking at, idea. So we were at the first stop. Let me set the scene. Where this is back. Uh, this was in April when Eddie was here. So we go to the no. First this stop. is before. This is before that Eddie Kingston trip. Was this, this before is, we were having yeah, this conversation? Like oh two months yeah. Before. It was who? So it was you, me, Josh? Were you, did you meet us at the first stop that night? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I was like, yes. And Wes. And Wesley Press. It was just the four of us. Yeah. With with uh, Parker Pierce bartending. Yeah. Yeah. And he starts. <laughs> Parker Pierce starts pitching pitching this play as the new Russell Ranger spot. We also pitched on this night was Parker Pierce teaming with Peyton Hillis, uh, former Madden cover guy, to take on the Rip City Shooters. <laughs> that was that, it was uh, well, it was so it was supposed to be Parker Pierce, Peyton Hillis, and uh, one other. Who was the other person? Do you remember JB? Uh, no, that was the team, and then it was going to no. be. Rip City oh, yeah, Shooters managed by Britt Baker. Oh, managed by Britt Baker. That's right. The Brit, the, the Brit City Shooters. Brit City Shooters. For one night only. For one night only. Uh, yeah, and then, get a pass. yes. So then, during this time, the idea comes up. John, this Thorne. is my greatest idea ever. Uh, that I was just going to book Scott Hall and Kevin Nash, but I wasn't going to advertise them. I was just going to have them sitting <laughs> inside the first stop at the bar, and I was just going to have them go. Oh, we just got a flight delay, you know? We just stopped in. 
They're gonna be like, holy shit, Scott Hall and Kevin Nash are here. And they're like, what's going on? There's wrestling going on. We're just <laughs> no waiting cell. for a. We're just waiting for a flight. We got a. We got a long layover. You know. But instead, that'll be me and West on Saturday. Yeah, so the, the you know the, I had to have a little meeting with the budget committee, and my outsiders, <laughs> my outsiders idea went out the window, and now we got the Rip City Shooters just sitting at the bar on a on a flight delay. So also breaking news, um, just got a text message from Filthy Tom Lawler. Uh-huh. He sent me a bunch of lyrics of West Side Connection for some reason. I don't really know why. And then uh, asked me what I was doing, and I said the AW podcast, and he said he'd like to tell everyone that he loves AIW. All right. Thanks, AIW Tom. loves you, Tom Lawler. Yeah. All right. So here's the here's the actual card, though. You know, I, I didn't get my Kevin Nash and Scott Hall just sitting at the bar randomly idea, uh, but it is a fun show nonetheless for a wild and rowdy Russell Rager crowd. Uh, Levi Everett versus Mance Warner. Matt okay. Justice versus Kaplan. Parker right Pierce. Parker Pierce, the hometown hometown hero. Uh, if you're not a fan of Parker Pierce, you're just going to have to join in because I think Parker Pierce is pulling about 150 fans to this. Uh, Parker Pierce will be taking on Derek Dillinger. The Duke will be taking on, this is breaking news, not announced yet, the Duke will be taking on Big Twan Tucker. I think he's going to have to put that boot on the line. Ooh, uh, Dukey. The Bitcoin Boys will be taking on Bulking Season. Uh, Jocelyn Navarro will be taking on Ray Lynn. And as of uh, 15 minutes ago, it looks like TKD will be taking on the Romantic Touch, Red Titus. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's a hell of a hell of a lot of there two nights. The first one you get to watch live on IWTV. Stream it so we can get those streaming numbers up. And WrestleRager, you're just going to have to wait for its release, which, you know, potentially won't be too long. Is Fonzie coming this weekend? Yes. Yes. Fonzie will be in attendance with Matt Justice. Fonzie, uh, Fonzie's second show ever for AIW was WrestleRager. Fun fact. He debuted at Absolution, and then he was right back there for WrestleRager. So uh, Fonzie back in a WrestleRager, different location. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. We don't have an ECW legend per se outside of Fonzie, well, but uh, we, got we do. City shooters drinking we got the, the Rip bar. City Shooters, and we have uh, Parma legend Parker, Parker Pierce. Pierce. You know, I was getting. You know, I thought about booking a legend, and then <clears throat> there's just so much uncertainty. You know, I was just like, I don't know. You know, about putting that expense up, uh, and then as. You know, the summer has played out with so much rain. I definitely was like, no, I'm not doing it. Because, uh, you know, if it rains a little bit, the people that are there will still give you a performance. I don't know if, uh, you know, <laughs> a legend is going to go out there and wrestle in the rain if they have to. So That's true. Uh, I'm hopeful. Hope I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful that it's not going to be too bad, though. Rain or shine, no refunds. That's, I'll say that. <laughs> Do we all right? Have we decided collectively what the number one drink of choice is going to be that we're going to try to sell out of at Wrestle Rager? Uh, uh, Stroh's. I don't think they have Stroh's. Oh, I, all right. I if they don't have Stroh's, bring me some. Actually, I'm I think they're going for. I can't. I think they're going get, for. For um, I think they're really going to trying to push Jack Fire. Or something. Okay. No. 
That's, That's what they're going. That's what they're going for, I think. Jackfire or uh, I don't know, you know, just some kind of random beer. Might run out of Jackfire shots. We'll find out. Uh, Josh Bishop Strohs at Flatiron Cafe. Yeah. They sell it in cans. Love and it. if you make your way up to Cleveland, they also on, sell it at the ABC Tavern. I think. I think so. On twenty fifth. But on I Thursday, I find them in Columbus lately. Thursday nights they do Dad Beer Night at uh, Grandfather at, at Flatiron, and it's like a dollar or a dollar fifty a can for Strohs. There you That's go, pal. American beer right there. It's <laughs> a the beer that built America. So anyway, I folks. I don't uh, know if this is interesting or if people are bored by all our juggalo talk, but uh, yeah, I hope that people have been entertained. And I know we we this is a hard sell, but we haven't even really talked. We haven't even pushed the shows that much. But and, and I know uh, Big Skip was kind of like uh, made a, a comment like. Uh, we're too vague on the podcast and we don't give enough context to certain stories on the podcast. Well, that's because some stories uh, don't need the context and we don't want the context out there. If you know, you know. If you don't, you don't. Like, <laughs> some stuff just isn't for uh, the full uh, blueprint uh, layout explanation. I'll say that much. And a lot of that, uh, <laughs> a lot of that uh, goes into the gathering of the juggalo stories. Not a lot that can be told. <laughs> <laughs> there's probably there's some some legal issues I suppose with the uh, you know some of the things that like we said we saw at the tents the fact that we said very specific items that were being sold at those tents should be enough uh, we didn't partake I should say that that just seemed very vague like maybe we were doing some of those things yeah, come we, on. we were not <laughs> we were not I can uh, I can assure but you there's that just we were a lot not. of stories that just can't be uh, they're just yeah. not for public consumption you know like yeah. Uh, Shark Boy in his Tito's shirt, just walking around hitting <laughs> the food awesome. stands. Legendary. That was so, that was good. That I was. I found a Stroh's beer jersey. I had a JB. I had to tell you who Shark Boy was night one. I, I, said, I okay. This is a big thing with me. I hate seeing people without their mask on, and I hate <laughs> seeing people not painted up if they're a painted up wrestler or they wear a mask. I like to come into the lock. I like someone to tell me once they have the mask on, and then I'll come in the locker room. <laughs> because I just don't like seeing your real face. It's not will, personal. It's just to me. I like the mystery. You I also like don't love. Shark Boy was don't re- like knowing shoot names. Shark Boy was ripping real names, and I just wanted I wanted to know you as you under the mask. That's it. Shark Boy was ripping too many heaters, though. There was no way that he was going to keep that mask on. <laughs> not a chance. <laughs> Look, we had a blast there. We're in a good mood. Typically, hard sell week. What did is, you th- What did you think though of the ICP performance though? Dude, the ICP performance was like I said, it was it was some it was a spectacle. There's no better word than that. Like, but it was it was awesome because like we were in that in between spot. Oh yeah, where we were was from the like, stage and the people. Like they had those big barricades up. It was so awesome. It was to watch the coolest. There. Yeah, that was the coolest spot to watch it because. You're you're watching them, and what what's happening on stage is such a spectacle. And then you just kind of like turn and look to your right, and you're seeing this massive sea of people react to what's happening, and that is so crazy. And like they're not just reacting; like they are just so diehard for. Like if you thought, okay, if you watched AEW on Friday night. And you thought that was a pop at the opening? <laughs> Holy 
fuck, you should have been at the gathering of the Juggalos. I mean, it was probably close. It was probably close to like the amount of people. I'll say. Uh, I read this quote today, and it made so much sense now that I thought about it. It said, "ICP isn't music for headphones. ICP is a live performance. Like, and that's the way it is intended to be consumed." And it really is. If you've never seen them perform live, it is a spectacle. It's a show. Uh, I thought it was great. I had a, you know, I've seen them a bunch of times, but <laughs> to see people, you know, to see you guys and like Kaplan and like Shark Boy watching them, or like on Friday night watching the Barbarian taking Queegee Mac or Quee, however you say his name, Queegee Mac, Queegee Mac, pretty dope. Yeah, he had a good stage show too, but like just seeing like the Barbarian and Shane Douglas, like Shane Douglas watch up to the Barbarian, he goes, "This your favorite group, Barb?" And <laughs> Barbarian's like, "What?" <laughs> He's like, "This your favorite group?" Uh, you know, but it, it's a spectacle, and it's you know, it was cool to like be like Jock Sampson watching IC, like watching ICP with Jock Sampson, like that is an experience that I never thought would happen in my entire life. Oh yeah, dude, I was watching ICP with Jock Sampson and Shark Boy. <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, a shout out to uh, Big Daddy Cap. Kaplan uh, scored a phone number from a juggalette in the front row during that ICP performance. By the way, he's just been pulling numbers left and right with that new bald head. <laughs> yeah. He shouldn't have taken so long. You know, he just needed to go for it. He's all in now. But you know, hey, you know what else is great for consumption in person? Wrestle Rager and Stroh's beer. And Stroh's beer. Yeah, Stroh's beer is not something that you can consume. <laughs> watching that's true you, you do have to consume it in person uh but wrestle razor is a, is a made for live in-person event but it will be worth the watch and for everybody else if you want something you're like well yeah but i want to be able to watch it even if i'm not in person hey that's what friday's all about so stream it live on iwtv that's independentwrestling.tv use the code absolute let them know that we sent you if you love Dan Housen and you've listened to him on other podcasts and his interviews, uh, or you've watched him in Ring of Honor, uh, this this is Dan Housen at home. Really, this is Dan Housen coming home to one of the places that uh, this character really took on the life that it it uh, has morphed into right now. AIW has been a, a huge part of shaping that. And uh, the production and Derek Dillinger has been a huge part in shaping that. And now it's all going to come to a head here on Friday night. Dan Housen upset, thinks that they're still best friends. We'll find out. We'll see if he can convince Derek of otherwise. But uh, Derek's gone to a deep, dark side now. And then, of course, Joshua Bishop and Philly Collins. That's going to be some... Let me, uh, there's going to be some stiff shots in that match, I feel like. Oh, yeah. For him. Stiffy. Everyone knows. <laughs> Stiffy McGee. Stiffy McGee rolling out to defend his titles Friday night. So join us there. Uh, join us at one of these things, the Odeon or Russell Razor. If you miss out, you don't get tickets, Dive watch bar. it. Watch it. Find us at Dive Bar Friday after the Odeon show. And uh, on Saturday, by the way, Saturday start time, 4 p.m. If you haven't been paying attention. Don't forget Russell Rager. It's outside. Could change Don't though. Could change. Could change. Depends on that Doppler. You know what I mean? Could be moved up. Could be moved back. Keep an eye on the Doppler. You know what I mean? Yeah. There you go. Keep your keep your could eye. Could be going at one o'clock. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Woo-hoo-hoo. Keep one your eye on the Doppler. Morning. Shout out to uh, shout out to my friend Kelly Dobek, Channel Nineteen meteorologist. 
Uh, hopefully she gives us a good weather report. And she's a wrestling fan. Maybe we'll get her out there. Who knows? Yeah, get get her doing the doing the fucking Doppler from the WrestleRager and say, yeah, that'd be actually pretty. Get smart. the fucking get the get the fucking clouds out of here. I'll uh, I'll see what she says. I think a couple of years ago, she maybe or maybe last year. I don't know. At some point, she gave me an update for an outdoor show. I'll make her tweet one out this week. Uh, that's it though. That's gonna do it for us. I think we're we're an hour and a half. It's been a lot of juggalo talk. There's been a little bit of stuff. We're excited for this week. Usually we're talking John Thorne down. So happy. And I mean, there's. Uh, I mean, uh, listen. Outside of the outside of the uh, weather potential for Saturday, I mean, the shows have a, a healthy pre-sale. Hopefully, we do well in the streams. I just got a nice healthy pay- paycheck from Psychopathic Records. Uh, you know, I'm, I, I'm, I went to camp crystal Lake, you know, I'm, I'm having a, I'm having a good, the, the only thing that, the only thing that went bad this week is I was going to go to, uh, where Tony Soprano was possibly killed, uh, that diner Spoilers. and, uh, no, well it, he wasn't, it was maybe, maybe not. Uh, and, uh, from the final episode, it was about 30 minutes away from the hotel I stayed in, but that hurricane started coming on the East Coast, and it was just raining so bad. I was like, I just got to get the fuck out of here. And I just came home instead. That's probably a good decision. But other than that, you know, I mean, things have been going good this week. So, uh, you know, no uh, imminent fear other than a possible storm. Uh, I think uh, everything else is going well. I've been locking down some some talent for you know the upcoming shows <laughs> just locked down another debut for 910 of a recently released uh wwe star so you know things are things are rolling you know i i'm, I'm working on hell on earth i'm working on uh returning to akron i would like to add another uh potential meet and greet person besides matt cardona and akron i mean i got a lot of i got a lot of irons in the fire uh, especially now you know that ICP thing, no joke, took up so much of my time that now I'm like playing catch up on AIW stuff, and now I'm just like going like full tilt, <coughs> just trying to get it done. So, uh, lots of lots of things, lots of moving parts going on. Let's fucking let's eat, let's let's break some streaming numbers on Friday night. Uh, let's sell the rest of those general mission tickets. Uh, come party with us, you know. Before, uh, you know, maybe the. Maybe the uh, the world shuts down again. Who knows? Get your vaccine. Let's you know do whatever we got to do to keep things rolling. Uh, and uh, you know, let's just keep uh, let's keep the train moving. Intense icon. Any final words before we wrap this up? End it. Yeah, I just like to say shout out to all the uh, Rip City holics. You know, I mean, can't wait to see you out this weekend. It's gonna be a great weekend. Uh, Oh, great weekend, and then it's gonna be a bad weekend. Oh shit! <laughs> Drop the new mic. Drop my microphone, but it's gonna be a bad weekend for Philadelphia Collins because you're going down exit 187 on Friday night, and everybody knows there's no survivors down that road. Wow! Shout out to the uh, Rip City Junior Assassins too, right? Oh yeah. Shout out to uh, my big supporter in Jersey, Jay Gold's daughter, the, the uh, uh, newest member of the Ripsy Junior Assassins. Shout her out, yeah, man. Shout her out. All right, hey. Couldn't have won the battle bowl without her support. Thank you. Oh, Appreciate that's it. Very, that's very sweet. Rip City, 
shooters for the, for the children. City shooters for the children. Absolutely for the kids. for the children and for the moms of Canton, Ohio. <laughs> you gotta, you, you gotta, you gotta bring that ring. I gotta see that ring that you won, Brett. The Lauderdale. ring. Brett Lauderdale made it sound like it was like a big, big deal. It's, it's like worth five hundred thousand dollars, Thorn. It's like you gotta see this twenty-four karat gold ring. That's a big I deal. That's a you big got, deal. Where, uh, it's no it, it, necklace it, for it. It's it's no uh, it's no, no absolute uh, or intense titles, but it's pretty. You know, it's it's no uh, Doctor J the Chronic commemorative plaque celebrating one million sales. But oh, those are awesome! Did you get those in the mail yet? Yeah, they're sitting. Can I come over and get a pick with them? <laughs> they're just sitting in a box. <laughs> Can I come over on Saturday before the show and get a pick with them? I haven't, I haven't even opened the boxes. I don't even know what to do no. with them. Can we do a live but, unboxing for Patreon? <laughs> maybe the, the craziest purchase I ever made in my life. All right. Well, this sounds like something nobody cares about anymore. But hey, who what do knows? you mean? People hey, love the Chronic. Well, hey, folks. if you love Rip City, you love the Chronic. I got a, I got a doggy style a Snoop Dogg Commander of Black as well. <laughs> for AIW owner John Thorne, for the intense icon, absolute intense champion Joshua Bishop. My name is Steve Guy. We'll talk to you next week if we don't see you this weekend. Right here on AIW's The Card is going to change. Does that mean I'm back next week too? I'm no. back. Two weeks, two weeks, back to back, back to back, back to back, back to back. Tweet uh, Thorn if you want me back. And if you don't want me back, then fuck off. Okay. That'll do it.